Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, hyper-intelligent otaku teachers with YD syndrome, a multitude of students with unique talents, manga references galore, evil scientists from Sweden with nefarious plans, comical moments involving weirdness, and the anywhere door. Listener discretion is advised. Spark and Manga Review, episodes 364... Denpa Kyoshi, he is an ultimate teacher. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and vague reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host Zan, Zan, konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. Yes, and we are back for another fun-filled episode of the awesome podcast brought to you by www.spirekin.com where we talk about all things various things and it's some podcast that provides informative reviews about connecting enhanced narratives where every episode we talk about one or two geeky topics since this is the manga review we obviously talk about manga and tell you the pros and cons about it like we said you can find any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com and we try to be educational enlightening exciting and most importantly entertaining you can also find us on facebook twitter instagram tumblr spotify Stitcher, YouTube, and various other social media sites. Just type in Spirekin. I guarantee you find us one way or the other. And you, if you want to email us, you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com. And I think we've gotten all that out of the way quick and weirdly today. I don't know why today's just a little bit of a, I don't know, I feel a little jazzed up today. Maybe it's because I just ate an entire bowl of cereal. I don't know. And had soda. No, I have not drank the soda yet. The soda is sitting in a nice little glass right here. Brought to you by Soda. I finally got my soda kickback. I am happy. I am pleased. I haven't had soda for about two months. Okay. So, YD. Yes, we should be getting to YD, but first, hope you guys have been doing well. Hope things have been going excellent for you guys. If you notice, we've been releasing a plethora of podcasts. If you want, you can check out some of our more unique ones, including our upcoming James Bond episode, where we talk about a James Bond movie involving... A car on railroad tracks and killer clowns, who not killer clowns, clowns who get killed because they're holding a Faberge egg. Um, you can also check some of our other podcasts that we have here at Spirekin.com. But this is the manga review where we talk about all things manga, the art style, the overarching plot, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. And you don't have to agree with anything that we say. We try to be, like I said, enter- educational, enlightening, exciting, and entertaining. Or we give you the lowdown if it's worth investing your time in or not. And we also tell you stuff like news. And we actually have some good news. We have good news? Now, what I've done is I've removed all of the news about certain topics. Let's be honest. All the COVID news I'm not going to cover because it's just getting more and more depressing. It's too much. I'm also not talking about any of the major mangas that are being canceled or removed. Unless it's something majorly important. Like one of our first... Um, topics is about something going on with a manga magazine, but that's different. It's not a manga that's being canceled or stopped or on hiatus. So, there's not a lot of manga news in the last week. I mean, there's a lot about this got canceled, that got canceled, this live-action show is getting a remake, so on and so forth. But we're going to cover a few of the most important things that are happening in the manga world, and some are actually not manga-related in a weird way. That's actually our first one. Now, from today, well, actually it was like two days ago, but from then until April 15th, Mike Mignola, the creator of Hellboy, is auctioning off a sketch of Astro Boy for charity on eBay. Currently, the bid is over $600 on eBay, which is awesome. And he's also auctioning off a couple other sketches he did. 
Uh, he did pictures of Asterix and Obelix from the Adventures of Asterix, which is a, I want to say, a Netherlands comic about two Vikings who have super strength. You have Hellboy and Azeroth from Hellboy being sketched. And you also have one which is kind of cool. It's Harryhausen. So Harryhausen was the guy who made all those old stop-motion movies. He, he drew one of the skeletons from Jason the Argonauts. And uh, let me show... I have to show Greta these pictures. And you tell me what you, how you think these are and if they're worth it. Because it's all going to charity, which I do like that it is going to charity. But check out the picture. Uh, the pictures that they're doing. That is kind of super cool yeah and it is cool that each one's drawn differently like the one that's the jason the argonauts he drew it but was painted by fellow comic book artist and the creator of the goon eric powell so it's kind of really cool i would really like to like probably like i want to buy this i want to check this out it just that was a little creepy it's weird and cool how he drew it he's doing some other ones like one which he did which currently has eleven thousand uh it has 14 hours left and is eleven thousand dollars is someone who says, they're great. <laughs> kind of looks nightmarish. Uh, who else did he do? He did a, a bird that looks familiar. I think he follows his nose. To the land of fruit loops. Uh, I don't know what this one is. I, I don't know what this one is. Uh, oh, it's the Quisp guy <laughs> from Quisp oh. Cereal, which if you've ever had Quisp Cereal, that's kind of gross. But we do digress. So it's kind of cool you get to... To bid on these things for charity and well, that is very cool. And also, now officially, if you want to know, Mike Mignola's official eBay handle is Chris Mignola fifty seven. It's Chris Mig fifty seven. So now we can stalk him and buy his stuff. Like I'm selling a tire, I have to buy it. It was Mike Mignola's that I could sell on on eBay. This was his. I like that it's Chris Mig. Har 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 har. Very funny, but true. Very true indeed. Now, in other news. On April 10th, the light novel-focused magazine, Dengeki Bunko Magazine, released its final issue. Now, while they're exploring the new shape of media, it's unclear how this magazine is going to continue, but they stated they will be back. So they're kind of disappearing, which is kind of sad. We said we weren't, but this is kind of interesting because it's a light novel-focused magazine. And they started in 2007... And it's focused on various different versions of light novels and manga adaptations of light novels. And it's serialized some of the bigger series like Sword Art Online Project Alization and Sword Art Online Girl Ops Magazine, Shacho, Battle No Jiken Des, and Adachi to Shimamura. So it's kind of sad that you're losing a light novel magazine, but it's kind of cool that it may continue another way. And it's just one of the few things, because we're not talking about any of the other magazines that are canceled, that's depressing. But... Let's put happy stuff on. Well, the first one is, on April 25th, Sutomu Takahashi is launching a new manga entitled Jumbo Max in the next issue of Big Comics Magazine. Do we know what it's about? No. I totally know what it's about. I have the inside track. You do? It's about a Jumbo Max. Har har. I don't know. (laughs) That might be it. I I don't know. Uh, The other one is today... Uh, Junji Ito is launching a new Genkai Chitai horror manga on the Line Manga service. Now, this manga is centering about the oddities that appear in the distortions of everyday life. So is this cool? Is this bad? Well, it's Junji Ito, so it's going to be completely batshit crazy. And speaking of which, for horror manga, on May 12th, Go Tanabe is launching a manga adaptation of the LP 
Lovecraft story, The Shadow Over Innsmouth, in Monthly Comic Beam. Now, if you don't know Shadow Over Innsmouth, it deals with Diagon. It's about a guy who's a, a, a student of marine life who goes to the town of Innsmouth and finds this weird situation going on where people are kind of uh, like fish people. Huh. Weird and crazy. And also, he may be descended from the fish people. Huh. One of H.P. Lovecraft's a little more, not as crazy as some of his other cosmic horror stuff. But intriguing and engaging and not as weird as we would think. So that's about all the news we have this week. Hopefully we have more stuff next week. We're going to find out. But now let's get on to the manga releases for the week. We've got some good ones that came out yesterday. And one of them I'm so happy because I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting. I'm so happy for it. Now we have Accomplishment of the Duke's Daughter, Volume 6. The story of a Duke's daughter that and how she's made herself more popular than her, her dad is reached six volumes. That's kind of cool. Very good shoujo series. We have Attack on Titan, Volume 30. Yes, Attack on Titan is still going on, even though it should have ended a while ago. Uh, Case Closed, or Detective Conan, Volume 74. Of course. Well, it's Detective Conan. He's awesome. He's a guy who t- got turned into a little kid, and now he says, I- I- My name's uh, Conan, like Arthur Conan Doyle, and no one's going to recognize me because I have glasses on. Very cool series, very weird series. Um, you have Frag Time, the Omnibus. You have Goodbye My Rose Garden, Volume 1, which is a Yuri series, I believe. i got to check it out, but it seems intriguing. You have this one series about a, a, a Himoto, the ninth volume of Himoto, Umaru-chan. Yay. Umaru, Umaru. You have Hitori Jimi, My Hero, Volume 7. The one I'm excited for, How a Realistic Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom, Volume 6. The story of a guy who's a bureaucrat in an izakai. I'm, I love this series. This stupid, dumb series. Uh, you have an art book for Kirby. Now, the, that pink marshmallow. Everyone likes it, everyone doesn't. You have Knights of Sidonia, the Master Edition, Volume 5. You have Komi Can't Communicate, Volume 6. Musoko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, the Light Novel, Volume 5. My Dress-Up Darling, Volume 1. Now, that seems interesting. I'm wondering if it's about a girlfriend who is dressing up her boyfriend in different costumes, or if it's something else entirely, like it's a doll doll that they dress up. I'm intrigued. Uh, You have My Room is a Dungeon Rest Stop, Volume 2, which that series is really weird. I read the first volume in a Barnes & Nobles. What's a Dungeon Rest Stop? What happens is the guy finds a super cheap apartment. He buys it. He goes to the front door the first day. And then from then on, it turns out that if he opens his front door, it leads into a dungeon. So he ends up making it into a kind of like adventurers can go in and hang out. And now you're probably wondering, how does he get out of his apartment to get food and whatnot? Well, he has to actually go out of his window. But, but these are people in a dungeon? They're, they're like in a, a, a adventurer dungeon. So it's like, you know, adventurers who are injured and they're drinking things. Like it turns out the oh. food he brings in there is like, it's here, have some soda. The soda's a healing potion. And, like, when he goes out the window to the adventurers from the dungeon, it looks like he just fades into the wall. Because they think he's a magician who made a... So they can't see the window? They can't see the window. Oh. It's a weird, weird story. Prevents him from going into the outside world. Yeah. Uh, You have O Maids in Your Savage Season, Volume 7. Persona 5, Volume 2. Please Tell Me Gakko-chan, Volume 6. The Pokemon Collection, Collector's Edition, Volume 1. And finally... Sleepy Princess in the Demon's Castle, Volume 11. 
you have some very good titles, some weird titles, and like the ones that I'm excited about are um, definitely How Here Realistic Hero, uh, Comey Can't Communicate, because I, I do like that series. It's weird, but I do like it. Uh, my Room is a Dungeon Rest Stop, which I can't wait to review. It is on the Wheel of Manga. Um, and last but not least, I am kind of excited for uh, Goodbye My Rose Garden and Himoto Umaru-chan. Well, it's Umaru-chan. You gotta love Umaru-chan, even though that series, we have no no idea where it's gonna go. Because that series never really, well, it ended, but I don't know how it ends, and I don't know what's gonna happen. But We'll find out. And let me know what you guys think. Email me personally, zanspirekin.com, or at Spirekin on Twitter. Let me know which series you're excited about, or what you've read, or what you're gonna buy, because this is gonna be kind of this and next week are the two last big releases for a long time well for let's just say for a while well there's gonna be digital releases but these are physical copies you know order it on amazon buy it we need to support manga because everything's going crazy now but so with that in mind we've talked about manga releases we've talked about the news let's get to the manga review at hand and this one is kind of weird also one that maybe we weren't able to get a hold of for reasons but uh, the manga was written by Takeshi Azuma and published by Shogakukan. There is no official U.S. release. However, I did when I went to Japan buy three copies of this, so I do own it. So I just had to read it through Google Translate and maybe if you look at Nefarious Wares. But hopefully a company that Shogakukan owns, Viz... will release this as a, re- as a legitimate copy because it is a good because manga. Because it's something that we... Yearn to read. Yes, we do. Uh, this originally came out 2011 to 2017. There are 26 volumes of this. And the title of this manga is Denpa Kyoshi. Or, He is an Ultimate Teacher. Or, literally translated as Electric uh, Wave Teacher. Electromagnetic Wave Teacher. Or, Ultimate Otaku Teacher. So, to explain this manga simply... Our main character is Junichiro Kagami, a guy who is a major otaku. He's borderline hikikomori, but he does go out. He goes to Akiba. He's brilliant. He is brilliant. he wants to be. Because his whole thing is that when he was a kid, he wanted to see someone make an anywhere door from Doraemon. He wasn't necessarily the best student. No, he wasn't. But he tried, and he studied physics, and actually wrote a paper that got him a Nobel Prize that says, I could prove you could make a anywhere door in the future. Because of Doraemon. Because he wants, because he's a geek. And he gets his Nobel Prize, and then what does he do? Does he go into physics? Does he go into sciences? No. He stays at home. He goes into manga and anime stores. And he, he's a blogger for anime and manga stores. His whole goal... He plays video games. Yep. He collects figures. He's an otaku. And his whole goal in life is he wants to be... He wants to be happy. And he has what he says is called YD. Um, it, it, in the manga, it actually translates in, in Japanese to AAD as opposed to YD. But it's pretty much, long story short, his whole thing is that if he doesn't yearn to do it... He's not gonna. He's not gonna. Exactly. He's, he's gonna be like, I don't want to do it. Or he'll just drag his feet and he won't do it. But However, if he, if he really desires to do it, if he yearns to do it, there's no stopping him. 
Yeah, try to break into his lab via hacking, he will destroy you completely. He wants to get a hold of a specific figurine, and goons are catching him. He will just completely circumvent and navigate what's going on. And he runs a, a couple of blogs and different forums. And in one of the forums is a girl who's depressed about life. Things aren't going good. Things are, aren't going well. And uh, Kagami pretty much tells this person that you should be the hero of your own story. Do what you need to do. Don't let anyone let you down. And this was a pivotal moment in this person's life. This, per this inspired them to no longer be a goon, to be a better person. This comes in later because... Like we said, he is a super otaku. He lives at home with his younger sister, Suzune, who is a little frustrated with him because the parents give her the money because they can't trust Junichiro. He will, he will spend that on anime and manga and not buy things like groceries. So really, she's the younger sister, but in reality, she's the adult she is. And he's 24 years old. She's like 14 and she's taking care of him. And she's like, get a job. You know, she does the laundry. She cooks. She cleans. And eventually, um, she gets really frustrated at this to the point where she, uh, using her, she's part of the baseball team and she's now practicing to use her baseball bat. So she eventually threatens him with mortal harm if he doesn't get a job. So she ends up filling out an application for him and gets him a job at his alma mater. Teaching. Yes, he is going to teach at this school, physics, and he's like, okay, I don't want to do this. Don't make me do this. So eventually, and he thinks that if he acts like an idiot, they will not accept him. But he ends up going to the school, goes for the interview, and as he's talking to the principal, who's like, oh, you're an Alma Honor student, you're an uh, noble, uh, uh, winner of the Nobel Prize, we, we'd stupid to hire you. And as he's listening to this guy, he suddenly hears a girl singing... An anime theme. And he's like, in the middle of the interview, he says, Shut up! Someone's singing the anime theme! It's amazing! I've gotta go! Now, any job, if you told the interviewer, Shut up! That someone's singing, I'm gonna go listen to it instead of talking to you. What would have happened? Um, that would have been the end of the interview, and you would have been escorted out. However, because of Junichiro's awesomeness, he still gets the job. He leaves... Because he gets a part-time job. It's part-time because someone left on leave, and he's going to cover for a short period of time. So basically like a substitute. For, but it's a job. So he ends up going there. He meets this girl who's singing. He wants to become a singer. Her name is uh, Monaco Kano, but she's super violent, and she punches him when he first shows up. So he eventually calls her Ganmen Pachi, or Face Punch. That's because what... that's what happened when he met her. Face Punch. It's, but eventually, after it turns out that now that she's being a good girl, she's being bullied, and Junichiro gets inspired to help her out. Helps her out, saves the day, wears a common mask, save, and saves her, and she eventually realizes that this is the person who inspired her to be a better person. So she's going to follow him to the ends of the earth, and, you know, and he's going to be her master to become a better person. And he ends up being a great person who helps the class out. Like, people are interested in him. He's intriguing, engaging. Even though when he has his YD moments, he's great. But there are other times when he comes and he's like, Alright, class, we're going to do this. Alright, let's do this. And he gets bored. However, a complication occurs. A new teacher shows up. And this guy, 
is a Todai business teacher, and he is super mean. He's cruel. He's crass. He says, you have to follow the rules no matter what. And he looks down upon Junichiro. He's like, you're just a geek. You're just an otaku who likes anime. You shouldn't be a teacher. I don't even know why you're, you have read your paper. Your paper is useless. And he insults Junichiro. And Junichiro's like, okay, fine, I'm out. I'm free. Hooray. But then he insults his students. So Junichiro, on the day he's going to be essentially fired, he tells all his students, you know what? You don't have to follow the rules. I made you all because you because all you kids are addicted to this new game. Here's a game that will let you customize it to your own way. And now you are the hero of your own story. And you do what you need to do. Don't follow the rules. Do what you need to do for you. So he builds a game instantly, basically, because he's a genius. Well, he builds a hack for the game so that they don't have to follow the rules. And he gets fired because of it. Or he quits and... When he quits, the the guy who's like, um, you know, you're gonna listen to me, all you students. He has lost all authority because they will not listen to him now. And as he leaves, he's like, okay, yay, I'm free. I can work on my blog. However, she shows up. Who is she? A mysterious figure who says, "You're, I find you interesting." This is Koyomi Hiragi, the chairman of Hiragi Academy. One of the most prestigious and expensive academies possible where everybody is wealthy and, you know, like, you go to this school, you're going to go anywhere. It makes Todai look like a cheap school. And she hires him because she's amused by him. And her thing is that she thinks that Japan is boring. So she wants to turn Japan to a more amusing place. And because he's so weird and his teaching methods are so strange, he's like, you know what? I want you. And she gives him the option to work at her at her school. However, the same time as this, someone else shows up. A certain old... Do we call her a friend or she's a rival? But she's a, a colleague of his named Tim Bernards Lynn. And she's a woman, not a man. Her name is Tim, though, which is confusing. But she is... Someone who works for CERN, which is a physics particle research lab established in it's Geneva. Like, it's like the place to be if you're into physics. And her whole thing is that she met Junichiro when she read his paper and thought it was BS. And she flew him out there, and she's like, you can't prove it. And he proved it in two minutes. They've been working tirelessly to prove him wrong. But he's too smart for them. And... They weren't able to, so she goes, okay, prove yourself right. And he did. But he did not want to, he's like, we have to hire you, you're genius. And he's like, no, 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 I'm going to go back to Japan, I'm going to miss my anime show. So she spent, like, millions getting a landline from Japan to Geneva so that they'll import anime, they'll get his action figures, they'll import it, just to, like, they did all this to get him to stay, to want to go there. All the stuff he loves. And so they make the deal... What, that you come to work for us, you get all this. And you don't want to be a teacher again anyway. And as he's thinking about this, his sister says, well, you know, I thought you were happy being a teacher. And she shows him a, a board of all his students writing, congratulations, we miss you, like a goodbye letter. That's super nice and heartfelt. And he kind of has a feeling of regret. When the time comes, is he going to take which job? He ends up showing up to Tim's and says, I'm not going to work for you. You know why? 
because my sister reminded me of something very important and he shows an autograph board it's like he's like yes oh so he wants to be a teacher because those students like like because i can't get autographs of of anime voice actresses so i want to be in japan so there's no Akiba anywhere except Japan. So he's going to become a teacher for the school, but he's going to say calls her options. That's something I forgot to say. He constantly calls people by nicknames, except for Suzune. Everyone is different. And so now he's working at Hiragi Academy in the Icho branch, the like younger branch. And he's now kind of just dealing with all these crazy people. Like uh, you have um, the school council president who apparently has the ability to fire and hire teachers. Who he calls Twin Tails. You because have, she has pigtails. Yep. Uh, she's a complete psychopath. And lest I forget, the whole reason why he knows about the school is because the branch he's working in is the school of his younger sister. So he has her in the school. And you think, oh, well, this should be fine. She'll be in another class. No, because Options, uh, the chairwoman, is interested in making interesting havoc. She ends up making him the teacher of her class. So he now has to deal with her constantly. Uh, You have a bunch of other people. You have the girl that is the reason why he stayed in the school. Um, He calls her French fries. She's a maid cafe girl who's actually an underground singer. You have the cyborg or the the Kaizo Ningen, who is this kind of jerky guy who used to be in baseball, hurt himself. And now he's just a jerk face. Also, fun fact, he's friends with um, Face Punch. He used to be, he's in love with her, so there's that whole thing going on. You have one girl who's a mangaka for his favorite manga. You have uh, his his partner in an MMO who's a cross-dresser who's in his class. You have one girl who is, the whole thing, the whole joke of it is that she doesn't speak because she has an anime voice and he calls her Animeko. He's trying to get her to talk, and she's very similar to another character from another manga, uh, from Sayonara Zetsuo Sensei, the girl who doesn't speak, she talks with her cell phone, that's how Animeko speaks for half of the first chapter, and there's more and more interesting characters that show up over time, like the treasurer of the student council is a girl who uh, has the ability to see value in anything, but because of a weird reason, Junichiro is, like, priceless there's no price over his head you have a couple other weirdos but it's so the whole thing is it's a typical comical uh it's a comedy series involving a high school and with a weirdo teacher and the whole hook was that he is just a crazy unorthodox teacher who uses his useless knowledge as an otaku to teach and motivate his students it's constantly referencing every single thing possible. It references so many different series in subtle ways. And it is a fun, weird series. Um, kind of addictive. And it is a slice of life because it's very... Here's here's this thing that's happening. There's also an anime series that you can watch on Spunimation. But it is a weird series that's fun, I've got to say. And I know I just said that twice, but it's... But it is. It's a weird series that's fun. And it's something which is a little different and it's cool because it's a main character is twenty four years old. He's a he's a complete slacker, and you can relate to him because if you're a manga and anime fan, you've been at half these places to do the things that he does. You know, skipping out of work because you want to go see a movie. Or no, no, we've never skipped out of work to go see a movie. 
No, or the fact that you have, like, places you go to where your haunts and they know you, like, hey, you've been here 50 times in, in like, no, a No, that manga isn't in yet. It <laughs> comes in tomorrow. Yes, I, or, like, restaurant, like, every, like all the little things that he does are very relatable and it is fun. Um, yes, it is formulaic that it does go right and left and it just follows the thing going on. But it is a, a very enjoyable series. Now, the one thing I uh, sad about it is that there is no legitimate release. There is no legal release for uh, Denpa Kyoshi. You have to either buy the raw and read it with Google Translate, which, while is fun, is getting kind of tiresome. Or you can go through alternative means, which I do not recommend. But I would say petition somewhere like Viz or Kodansha to pick up the license for this. See some way to get it legally. But it is a very good manga. And because it's of It's really enjoyable. It's enjoyable. And for someone who doesn't catch a lot of the, the gags... you Did you find it funny? I caught a lot of the gags. I found it very funny. Yeah, and so which of the students was your favorite? <laughs> um, I think the maid cafe. Oh, oh, French fries or potatoes? French fries, yeah, she. I think she's one of my favorites. Not, not a uh, girl with lots of money, or uh, what do they call her? It's uh, uh, money bags. Her with the. I can see your value. You are worthless. Because that's it, you guys. I do. Well, she was a little bit crazy. I got. I did like her. I like the, I like all of them in their own way, but I think my favorite is the Maid Cafe girl, Potato. Yeah, she is fun. And then, of course, you have the other girls. There's one girl who was uh, the uh, Reiko, who is the, uh, she becomes his sensei, or he becomes her sensei because she, her ability is she sees everything and she can duplicate it afterwards. So she has a eclectic uh, memory. Where she has photographic memory, but she's able to do whatever she sees, and she realizes that she can't duplicate him because he's just too crazy. But it's fun what she does in that series. But I would say check it out; it is worth reading. And for our five, our sorry, our ratings, I'm gonna have to give this a borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered because it is a great series. It just it loses points because you can't get it through regular means. Hence the borrow from a friend. Yes, I mean, if you go to certain, like, if you go to, like, certain, when, when the cons open up again, you go to, like, cons places you could buy, or actually online, you could buy it. If you go to Kinakuya or various other sites, just, like, for, look for Denpa Kyoshi Volume 1, buy it, and then you can use Google Translate, or you could legally, you know, look through alternative translations to compare and contrast, you know what I'm saying. I mean, am I wrong with that? <laughs> you are paying, you are, you are paying for the actual manga. It's not like you're you're just looking for a translation after you buy the manga. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say yes. It's a good little loophole. But check it out. It is a great series. It's fun. It's different. It's a little bit weird. But uh, if you've read this or if you've watched the anime or if you've actually been interested in seeing this weird, strange series, let me know what you think about it. Uh, email me personally at zanspiker.com or sparkatgmail.com, like us on Instagram, and just let us know what you think. And so, with that in mind, uh, remember, check out any of our earlier episodes. We've got some more stuff coming out, and we're actually going to be covering a couple of anime stuff. Um, friend of the podcast, uh, Doug Wilder and I are going to be doing a podcast for retro anime. Woo-hoo. Based on stuff... Because you guys are old. We're not old, we're seasoned. <laughs> 
but we are uh, anime fans who, and we're going to talk about anime from before 2005 that are <gasps> underrated. Yes. So no, no Dragon Ball Z, no One Piece, some of the more unique series that no one's ever heard of. Dragon Ball Z came out after 2005. No, Dragon Ball Z came out before 2005. So did One Piece, and One Piece is still oh, going out. Oh, you're saying Dragon Ball Z is on your... Is not on our list because it's a popular series. Same thing with Full Metal oh, Alchemist. Gotcha. Full Metal Alchemist, awesome series, but everyone knows about it. We're talking about things that no one really knows. Um, one of the ones I do want to talk about is one of my favorite, based on one of my favorite books by Alexander Dumas. It's a weird, well, two of them are actually. Two of them are based on Alexander Dumas books. One of them is a weird 1980s, like, we're going to make it into a, a whole TV series. The other one's, let's take a minor character in this very dark story and make him the main character and also make it with space vampires. But I digress. Uh, you can check that out. It's coming out soon. And let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The Wheel of Manga! Except no substitutions. Yes. Thank you. That's awesome that you said that. Now, for those who don't know, the Wheel of Manga is an actual Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. And what we've done is we've assigned a manga tile to each of the ten slots. And what we're going to do is we're going to spin the wheel of manga. Whatever number it lands on, that's what we're reviewing the next episode of the Spyrocon Manga Review. And each of the numbers have a manga tile to it. So 1 through 10. I'm kind of excited because we've got some great titles on here and some weird titles on here. And because, um, because a lot of people asked for it, we have a Gundam title on here. One of the more rare ones. Gee, I wonder who asked for it. It was not Doug. It was really? someone else, yes. Also, one manga that I've actually been wanting to do that we own... And I had to look for the translation and kind of fits our theme year. The 007 manga is on here. Ooh. But it is not number seven. It's number eight. That actually, is weird. Actually, I'm going to move number seven to num the number eight spot because I think that... Because hello, double O. Because you have to do double O. But yeah. And fun fact, the, the 007 manga was made by the guy who made... Um, Gogo 13, so, yeah. A little violent, but there's there's not as much, uh, you know, people getting killed and sex, and then, yeah, there's not as much as so that. So who gets to spin it? So I'll let you spin it. Okay. Give me a good spin. Ba -ba -da! One. Number one, and number one is a manga which actually we talked about in, as being nominated for Best Manga of Last Year, uh, Skip to Loafer, which is a shoujo or jose series. Uh, let me just pull up the basic synopsis on this one. Uh, Skip to Loafer, or um, uh, where's the Skip and Loafer? Uh, is the story of a young girl who is leaving her small town, going to a top-tier university, and is going to contribute to the country and then retire back to her hometown. And she's so focused on her goals that she's the small-town girl in the big city, and she's naive about stuff. And can she make it in Tokyo? It is a senin... We will have to read and find senin out. Senin Slice of Life. So I'm kind of intrigued by this one. Everyone's saying it's like one of the best mangas of the year and it looks kind of fun yeah looks a little different so we will let you know how it is in the next episode thank you guys for listening 
Uh, guess that's it. Um, for that in mind, I'm Zan. I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. Keep reading manga. Let me eat it.